Hello everyone, welcome back to Daf HaShavua as we study Mesechas Yuvamos, Daf Yudalef. Hang in there everyone. A lot of these cases are very complicated, but if you use a chart, or at least you get the general principles, uh, things fall into place. I want to just uh, begin with somewhat of a hashkafic idea, but it's a beautiful concept that applies to marriage. It also applies especially uh, during these three weeks, and now we're in the nine days when the year is being recorded. The relationship between Hashem and the Jewish people, which in the ideal is presented as a, a parent to a child, a father to a child, sometimes is presented as a spouse in somewhat of a negative light, especially in the Navi Hoshea, but you'll see this imagery as well throughout the Kinos in uh, other works centering around Tisha B'Av. And with this in mind, tying into our sugya with the topic of Hamachzeh Grushasa, which we're going to come back to today, the idea that someone was married to someone, they get divorced, and then they have the ability to remarry. Now that halacha is somewhat complicated by the basis of the get. So this is the halacha lamasa discussion that could be found in the Shulchan Aruch Evan Ezer Simon Yud. I'm not going to go through all the details now and all the sources, but the basic principle that we have is that if Rachmal Islan, a woman, has an affair during uh, her marriage, she will be prohibited to her husband forever, as well as to the person that she had the relations with. Asr Laboel v'asr Asr Laboel whichever way you want to throw it out, that's the general rule. Now, how this applies, Bizman Hazeh, is obviously going to be nuanced. How do we establish it? Is it based on fact? Is it based on edus? Is it based on some type of premonition? But assuming that it's true, with that in mind, look at Pasuk He and Echa. Sorry, Perak He and Echa. You look through the entire uh, parak, but especially those two psukim. So I saw a beautiful insight on this from Rabbi Levi Yitzchak of Thanks to Rabbi Markowitz of Fairlawn, New Jersey, who showed me some of his work on Kinos, and this just jumped out as far as Masechas Yevamos. Rebbe Yitzchak said, when a person is Megarish's wife, if it's because of Ervas Davra, which is the case that we described today, that because of having an affair, then they're not going to be able to come back together again. But then there's a different type of Grusha, Vyesha Megarish Ishto Machmas Dechiloti Matzechein Be'enov, which is he fell out, she fell out of disfavor. They don't like each other anymore. They don't love each other anymore. And there's a major difference between them. If the grusha is based, if the get is based on the ervas davar, so then, based on the simon of the shulchan that I pointed out before, they're never going to be able to reconcile. But if it was based on they fell out of favor with each other, then azmuter lahachzi ravli kachosa and they're allowed to remarry. You know, there's a terrible joke they say about a couple that was married for many years. They got divorced. 
And in the room, the husband, now the ex-husband says, I want to marry you again. And the Rav says, what are you doing? And he says, she's not bad for a second wife. Now, maybe the guy was not so good for a second husband. But what Rebbe Levi Yitzchak Baditchev says is that chas for shalom, when there is the Hester Panim, a so-called severance in the relationship between the Rebbe Shalom and ourselves, that we shouldn't consider it to be a relationship based on ervas davar. That's That was not the form of the breakage of the relationship. It was just that we fell into disfavor with one another, and then hamachzi gerushaso is no problem. It's a beautiful idea. Even in Masechus Yavamas, you jump out and see ideas relating to Tisha B'Av. I couldn't ignore this in light of what we're learning. The context here as well in the Gemara is the Sota situation because we see, and this is the way it's explained, Lahalacha brought down in the Rambam. I want to give you the exact source. This brings us back to the halachas of Yibum Vechalitza. That we saw in our Gemara that if you have the Tsaras, right, the second wife, which by the way is a term that we're going to see as well during the three weeks when we talk about the adversaries, but here we see it in the context of, of a second spouse. So in Perik Vav of Hilchas Yibum Vechalitza, Halacha Yutes, that we're able to establish this woman as a sota. This is in our Gemara, but I'm giving you the Rambam. And then what happens is the husband dies. So Ruvain is married to, uh, I hate to call her Sarah, but we'll call her Sarah over here, Sarala. Unfortunately, she goes outside the boundaries of her fidelity to her relationship, to her husband, to Ribbon Shalom. And the get was going to be effective because, you know, even for a sota, there has to be a get. We're not talking about a case over here where she's going to blow up. Let's talk about it in a situation where you could establish that there was a riot that took place. He still has to give a get. But before the get, Venafla Lifne Yava, Ruvain dies. Let's make it dramatic and romantic. He dies from heartache. Now, Ruvain's brother. Ruvain and Sarala never had a baby. What happens now to Shimon? Does Shimon have to go do Yibam or Chalitza on this woman? We're not supposed to just give emotional answers, but Baruch Hashem, the halacha here is, which is exactly our Gemara. The language that is used by the Rambam is as if the Tsarasa is involved in Arayas. Now, the Gemara explains, of course, it's not the Tsarasa that's involved, but she has the status of being an Erva, which means that the whole concept of Yibum and the Eishas Ach comes back into play. The way this is explained by some of the Achron, and I'd love to spend more time on this, is that the whole Kiddushin was Mafkia. The whole sanctity of this relationship is Mafkia. As Agamara points out, you see the term Tumah that is used here. When someone goes outside the boundaries of the relationship, it's as if the Kiddushin is Mafkia, and then there's not going to be a Zika that's left. If no Zika left, the whole world of Yibam and Chalitza is not required. You don't even have to do a Chalitza L'Chumra, as we see in the other situations 
where there's a los ase that's associated with it. Now, this doesn't mean that a get wouldn't be required, but the way I see this is the get is a technicality. It's paperwork. It's obviously more than just paperwork halachically, but the kiddushin is mafkia. There's a lot of discussion about this in the Achronim, and there's a lot here in Tosvos. Divriha Maskil Tsaras, we're not going to go all into halachalamaisa, but it is halachalamaisa today as far as the possibility as far as the possibility of the reconciliation between a husband and a wife. What we're going to deal with today for the rest of this year is I'm going to give you a pretty wild case of Maxi Grushaso. Try to learn some halachas as well. But I want to point out one other thing, because this is a very important daf. I mean, there's so many concepts that pop across. You may have noticed in the daf the term iser ase. We have, when it comes to mitzvah ase, different categories of mitzvah ase. On one extreme, of course, is you have something like the carbon pesach, where if a person doesn't bring a carbon pesach, there could be a chi of karis. You have on the opposite extreme, if a person doesn't do a mitzvah saseh, then you're not losing anything if there's really not a chiyuv. So it comes with down to tzitzis. If you're not wearing dal konfos, you don't have to. So that's not even a iser aseh. You won't even call that a bitl aseh. But you do have something in the middle that is called a bitl aseh, which is where you have the opportunity to do a mitzvah. You have to do the mitzvah, and you don't do it. You don't take a lulav. That's a bitl say. You don't put on tefillin. Now, it could be, and I just want you to keep this in your heads. We're not going to go through it all now, that some of these mitzvos have a category that is not strictly called bitl say, which makes it sound like it's not such a big deal, but an iser say. It's not going to be the same iser say as the chi of karis, but the lack of doing an say has an iser associated with it. And there could be practical differences. The practical differences are in the world of edus, as far as giving testimony. And it's going to be very important. The person doesn't wear tzitzes, he could still be a kosher aid. A person openly doesn't wear tefillin, it's not clear at all that the person is going to be able to be an aid. So we have to know, even when it comes to assays, what exactly is the nature of of the not doing of the assay, not just from a punishment perspective, but from a practical perspective. These questions will come up for Masadic Kedushin or for Bezdin when we ask specific questions, not just about negative behavior, but positive behavior as well. But let us get back now to our Machzeg Rushaso case. The Chachamim have the position that the prohibition of being Machzeg Rushaso which again, in general, if a person is divorced from his wife, divorces his wife, assuming that he is not a Kohen, they could remarry. However, if she has married someone else in the middle, they can't remarry. That's a los assay that's associated with it. The question that is raised in our Gemara, does that include a get mekidushin, or is it only a get minusuin? We know, of course, that at the time of the Gemara, and much later as well, the Arison could be up to a year before the Nesuin. Even today, it doesn't happen at the same exact time. Under the chuppah, there's Arison and there's a little bit of a wait between 
Gerusha. So let's say there was Kiddushin that took place with a second man, and then under the chuppah, the woman says, this is not what I want to be doing, and she's able to reconcile with her first husband, would that be allowed? The maskana, according to the Chachamim, is it's prohibited. And this is brought down in the Rambam, Hilchus Gerushin. Makes sense that it's going to be in the laws of Gerushin. Perak Yud Aleph, Halacha Yud Beis. The Lashon of the Rambam is Hamagarish is Ishtov in his Kacha Laacher, Afal Baala, before Bia takes place. So even though the relationship has not been consummated, once the Arison took place, the Kiddushin, then Hamaksi Grushaso is not allowed. Shulchan Aruch Evan Ezer, Hilchas Ishus, Simen Yud, Sif Aleph. Now, it's very important that according to the Rambam, the Rambam says, V'kofinoso lahotzi. Based on a Pasuk, we're going to come up with this soon in Devarim, Perich Haftalit, that they're not supposed to be living together, even though the Kiddushin is Chal. Again, we pointed out last week that we don't follow the position of Rabbi Akiva, and it is possible to marry someone who, according to the Torah, you're not allowed to, and the marriage is technically valid. Chiyav Karasa wouldn't be valid, <clears throat> but if it's just a lav, it would be valid. But the Rambam says we don't want this marriage to continue. V'kofenoso lahotzi. We push him, we force him out of the marriage. Now, Bizman Hazah, we don't have that koach, and people like that do stay married. Masada Kedushin, a lot of questions on him. That shouldn't happen, but if it does happen, today we don't have the instrument, at least in our community, to force a get. Now, there's an amazing question that comes to Rav Yitzchak Zilberstein, the great God of Eretz Yisrael today. This is found in Chachshuke Chemet, right here, Daf Yud Aleph Amin Beis. The question that came to him was, I'll give you the case. We'll try to be a bit dramatic to make it clear. Ruvain and Sarah, not the same Ruvain and Sarah from the beginning of this year, but Ruvain and Sarah are married. Unfortunately, they get divorced. Sarah then goes ahead and marries someone else, We'll call him Shimon, and they get divorced. Even if Shimon died, the point is that Sarah got married again. Ruvain now, a single man, has no one taking care of him. The government of Israel gives him, with benefits, an Ovedet, an Ozeret, someone to help take care of him, as he is categorized as a Cholashiyashbosakana. Now, he's thinking, I should not be living with this woman who is a non Jew. I'm concerned that I'm going to have relations with her, even though he's a Cholashiyashbosakana. And there's an Isra Yichud that's relevant, because there's no one else in the house. And to have relations with a non Jew is another issue associated with that, with it, of Kainam Pagambo. Could I, in this situation, remarry Sarah? Because what happened in the interim is Sarah started having warm feelings for the first husband. This question comes to Rav Zilberstein, and the real question is, do we possibly protect him, not just from the Yisr Yichud, which in itself would be a question, but that you could probably get away with because of the Cholash Yishbo 
but for him to have relations with her, to have relations with a non-Jew, let him marry his original wife. They'll be over a love, but they would protect themselves from this Isser. What Rav Zilberstein does is he brings in a similar case that actually took place, not in Eretz Yisrael, but that took place in the 1700s. And it's found in the Chuvos of Mishpatim Yisharim. Mishpatim Yisharim was written in Morocco by Rabbi Rafal ben Mordechai. I think how you pronounce his last name is Berdugo, who was a great Rav. And we have his Chuvos today, two, two Svarim of his Chuvos. And he had a similar question. It was a little bit different. It was actually closer to the case of the Rambam, where someone was uh, two people were apparently meant for each other. Each of them went off a bit and get divorced. She, he calls her Dina in this case, she ends up uh, engaged to someone else, Halachic Arison, and then says, what am I doing? I want to go back to the original person. And if not, this guy would have ended up with a non-Jew. Again, we're not categorizing every single Isser here. The bottom line is, it's very creative how both Rav Zilberstein as well as in the other Safer, this issue is, is addressed. But the bottom line is what Rav Zilberstein says is, we don't operate when you're dealing on a Torah level to necessarily evaluate which Isser is greater. We don't have to get into whether Masig Rushaso is a greater uh, problem than having relations with a non-Jew, or if a relations with a non-Jew is an Isser, which is greater. Bottom line is, what you have in front of you right now is an Isser of Machzig Rushaso, and we're not going to allow the concern of another Isser being able to undermine what is extant right now, which is an Isser Daraisa. So, and that's one of the reasons why in the Shir, I'm not even getting into the calculations of which one is worse. The bottom line now is there's a, there's a problem of Yichud. But the Yichud problem you could get around. There are two ways you could get around the problem. He doesn't even mention the first way. Just get uh, someone who there's no Isser Yichud with. How's that possible, right? You'd have to come up with something creative. Maybe you would have two people there, and you'd have to pay a little bit extra. Then you have to start getting into the halachas of Yichud. Or where that wasn't possible, which seems to be the case over here, the Isser Yichud is a chalash sakana. We could push that away. But because of the concern that he's going to end up having relations with a, a person who he's not married to, and in particular a non-Jewish woman, that's not enough of a reason to allow the old flame to rekindle itself. Just to show you how these halachas are, halacha In the tshuva of the mishpatim yasharim, he does a similar analysis. Now they come up with some other possibility, which is a discussion of the issue of pilegesh, which I'm not going to discuss right now. But I wanted to point out in the mishpat yasharim, he quotes our Gemara from the Brisa on Yavamas Yud Aleph, the halacha kechachamim. That even this Garshami Bala Hasheni Minha Erisin Asurilarisha. So one has to be really careful and sensitive. And this sets up a message about uh, before divorce, make sure to really be sure before we go through all these possibilities.
should have a great week of learning and we should can see recon- reconciliation between people, between us and the Rebona Shalom whenever there's a period.